This ain't no limp dick MacGyver, which week in and week out, you're just proving to me that MacGyver theme sucks <laughs> dick. MacGyver theme is sonic birth control. Yeah. And Knight Rider theme is the exact opposite. If you don't want to fuck after listening to Knight Rider theme, there's something wrong with you. My God. And if you guys want listening out there, want to pause and fuck the nearest person next to you. Do it now. We'll wait. It is audible ecstasy. You, It gets into your ears, and you're like, I need to f- f- rub my genitals on something. Right. It, it's rough because, yeah, it, it, you just want to watch Night Rider. You just want to see the Hoff just fucking, you know, right. chomping his acting bits. Well, Griff, we... You've revealed. I couldn't. I was shocked to hear this. You. This is your first time ever watching a this Knight Rider is episode. Hundred percent. First time. Never caught a glimpse. I've known references of references, of course, because this is one of the the jokes that makes it into The Simpsons and makes it into Futurama. You know, it spreads because it's, it's Night Rider. But no, this is the very first seeing. I think this might be the first Hasselhoff production i've seen wow well griff <laughs> this tippy tap is going to be a shadowy flight into the dangerous podcast world of two men who do not exist <laughs> i never watched a show regularly I, don't, I was thinking i don't really i don't think i watched any show regularly when i was a kid you know yeah. but this was the beauty of tv back then you didn't have to like i could watch an episode, and then five months later, watch another episode and not be lost. I would know what's happening. I mean, for sure. Really, you weren't even in like your teen years. That's when I started. Like, well, I, really, no, I'm talking about I was a little kid. I was, okay. I was a little kid when this show was on. Okay, this show was on like '83. To, like, yeah, I actually thought it was on longer than it was. It's only been on like four seasons. It only, yeah, I kind of thought it. But had then again, they did like 30 fucking episodes. You know, back in those days, you'd get like 25, 30 episodes a season well, you, and shit. You changed out a couple of the plot points, and you're like, "That's a new episode." Right. So yeah, I'm familiar with it, but for the people who aren't, we got a little kind of info dump to let, like, a primer to let you know yeah. what you need to know. This this isn't a renegade where they explain everything in twenty no, seconds. They don't have Ren- to... Renegade's still the masterpiece, right? Because it <laughs> right. explains the whole premise in twenty seconds in the theme well, song. Well, but ma- the ma- renegade's not a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of, of a man who doesn't exist. I like that so. that made it to your notes. You didn't put it in my notes. You didn't want me to read that lie. You were like, "I'm saving this one. I I'm going to spring it yeah. on him." We do this to each other all the time, though. We but surprise. It's great. That, yeah. that, God, that voiceover so it's so smooth and. 
I loved everything about that intro, besides the fact that it didn't really tell you that much about what Knight Rider's about. Was that's perfection. the point. Yeah, that's the point. It was a, it was a mystery. It was shadowy. This is, this is like some serious. Uh, what's that? Uh, fucking uh, Tom Cruise Mission Impossible. This is like Mission Impossible level spy shit. Right. It's intense. I'm sorry. Go. Up. Help so us, just like us. a little primer if you've never watched the show. Okay, there's a billionaire named Wilton Knight, and he wants, unlike most billionaires, he actually wants to make the world a better place. So he's going to... Like st- Elon Musk wants to make the world a better place sure. with heavy sarcasm? So he's got to go, I guess, outside the system. So he there's a detective, Michael Long, we, we, you know, we probably should have done the pilot of this. But I, I wanted to do the Evil Twin so bad. I was like, we got to start with the no, Evil no. Twin. No, no. I mean, we've done so many episodes uh, of uh, regular movies where we do, like, the third <laughs> in the movie, you know, right. and then we go back and we're like, okay, the first sucks, but we'll do it. Right. So there's Detective Michael Long. He's, he's a, I think he's a Vegas detective. I don't remember because much oh, like you, Vegas? it was very foggy for me, too. So yeah. I had to research this. This, wasn't, this. this shit's not off the top of my head. I had to research this shit. Yeah, heavy research, by yeah. the way. The <laughs> yeah. research team at Merman Productions is right. fucking massive. It's well, I actually shit. did after because Wikipedia was pretty weak. I had to actually look at a Knight Rider site to find this Oh, my this God, shit a out. fan site probably. Yes. So oh. Michael Long, he's shot in the face. <laughs> Which is perfect for Wilton Knight's uh, what he wants to do because he wants oh. to change his face, give him a new face, a new identity as Michael Knight. Okay, so you can see where this idea branched off and became Face Off. Actually, this is very much a ripoff of the premise of Remo Williams. Have Remo you ever seen Williams? that movie? No, great movie. We'll it sounds it. good. What? We'll do it. Well, the first hour is good. It kind of tail. It kind of loses steam. But Remo the, Williams. Yeah. I'm literally... The venture continues. I don't know. It's it's pretty offensive. There's actually a, a, a white man masquerading as an Asian man in it, which is very controversial. Oh, gee. Does he pull his... No, eyes? yeah, he pulls it with his hands. Yeah. No, he wears makeup. <laughs> but it was, it was like it came out in like around the exact same time this movie came out, and it was very odd. It's like, really? In the 80s, you can't get to find an Asian actor? Like, I get, like... 50s and like 40s Hollywood was racist and they would never want to have like you know non-white people playing their own fucking roles yeah like John Wayne playing Genghis Khan I I don't know we we Maybe, like, nowadays we shit on, uh, like, Disney and shit for making movies for China. Maybe it's the same way back then where it's like, why are we making things for middle America? Why not just make it for, like, every part of America that actually matters? Wow, that was rough. Yeah, these times, Griff. Come on, we're divisive. What, uh, this quarantine has scrambled my brain. Well, Michael, he selected to, to be the prime field agent in a pilot program for a new public justice organization called Flag, Griff. You know what Flag stands for? Uh, no, but I know Captain America has it in his veins, so it's got to be good. It's the foundation for law and government. Uh, they injected Captain America. They with really that. stretched to get that acronym because usually <laughs> you don't add "and" into your acronym. Yeah, you just, yeah. but they yeah. Had, they had to make that flag work. Yeah. Other half of the program's Kit Griffin. You know Kit. Oh, I know Kit. Stands for Kit- Night Industries Two Thousand. Kit with two T's. Yes. Well, two. you got it's two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. And he's, as if you're going to make a supercar, you got to do a Pontiac Firebird Trans Am. I mean, our buddy Dennis used to drive a fucking Trans Am for ages. Oh, man. Not close to I'm, I'm really disappointed because I picked up your comics the other day, and I didn't get to see Denny. I really was yeah, hoping to see him. Yeah, he told me that. I talked to him. Oh. He, he missed you, too. I, 
Uh-huh, that makes me and, so happy. Yeah, and Chris Walker can go fuck himself. Yeah. Um, that's some inside info. And he's got artificial intelligence, but most importantly, an extremely durable shell. Oh. Because that's going to come into play. All this, all this episode we're talking about, it's about the shell. Guys, we're talking about, like, exterior of an M&M's delicious chocolatey right. core. That exterior shell that keeps your hands nice and clean so you can flip well, through the pages. It kept, it kept of, Renegade's hands clean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you can flip through the pages of Vince Black fucking... Oh, this, those photos. Sizzle reel. Whew. So it's headed by a guy named Devin Miles, who we'll, we'll talk about in this episode. You know, if you're a fan of Night Ray, you know Devin. He's like this distinguished English gentleman we always had to have telling our hero what to do. Yeah, you got, you got, you got the, the, the Mission Impossible. You got some James Bond in here. You got Q, who's a very uh, beautiful woman. Well, yeah, very ahead of their time. We have Dr. Barney, like a woman working on a car. What? Yeah, it's got a Joe vibe to it, I think. It's, it was yeah. Joe like a mechanic? Yeah, girl? exactly. You're exactly right. She I was. Don't know she, how, she rode a motorcycle. She's a tomboy. It's because our friend who's not our friend, uh, he talks about Joe so much. I know. We're talking about Joe from Facts of Life. Yeah, the tomboy thank, thank from you. Facts I couldn't even remember the show. Yeah. But I just know so much about Joe because he yells about Joe her. Polnicek. Yeah. So but our, our Joe is Bonnie Bristow. Until we get to our episode, we're talking where she mysteriously disappears, and it's uh, April Curtis. <laughs> no explanation. She's just out. April Curtis is in. Curtis. Oh no, I'm thinking of the wrong thing. So that's all you need to know, right? Basically, to understand what we're talking about. So we're going to go right into this episode, Griff. And uh, we got this nice cold exterior opening, and actually, it's the hottest exterior opening because it's in the middle of the desert. It's fucking hot, mountainous terrain. We're like in the Grand Canyon or some shit. I could just imagine a beautiful Bob Ross painting of this this vista. I watch so much Bob Ross, especially during quarantine. You're, you're starting to look like Bob Ross. You think so? Well, you just need a perm. Oh, I, I would. Oh, God. Can we can we give you a perm and bleach it so you can look like a mini Dr. D. David Schultz? Yes. <laughs> yes. One million times. Yes. All right. Next week, we're giving Griff a perm. The first time ever, Gold Globus, uh, <laughs> Griff or Murray will appear on one of our feeds, but it will be me with a blonde perm. Oh, my God. Everybody watch the Dark Side of the Ring, you. Dr. David, D. <laughs> David Schultz, because that man was amazing. And then go watch his promos on YouTube, because we've, I think we've used some of yeah, his Yeah, I used the, the classic past. looking for a woman promo yeah. when I blistered your brother and destroyed his masculinity. That's right. That's right. But we digress. So we're in the desert, mountainous terrain. We got this blonde. I was like, who's this twink? Am I supposed to know him? I don't know Knight Rider at all. <laughs> He's got, I mean, at least he's got fitting clothes because the 70s people wore appropriate size clothes. Right. Some features, like the collars might be like really big or something, but he's looking good. And he's out there, he's got his camera, and he's snooping on something. He's going for Some kind of installation, secret installation. He's got, there's like this giant garage, and he sneaks right in there. We're not even talking wharfs, guys. This is a whole new territory for Merman Productions. Excuse me, Golden Globus Theater. We're always seeing shady shit happen at the wharf. Right. This is like the this is the, this is the yeah. anti-wharf because there's no water to exactly. be found. So of course the the antithesis of it would also be, you know, shady shit. Right. So he's like snooping around, and when we see like a limo pull up, and we see we just see it from the neck down, super fly ass suit. Can. I'm like, is Dolomite in this episode? Because that's a definitely a Dolomite design we're seeing. Right he there. looked way too skinny in that suit. I was like, I don't, I don't know who this <laughs> is because I know what Hoff looks like in these times. He's 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 wearing the weight well. Right. You know, he's looking great. He's filling suits. And we're like, 
not only is this a shady installation, that's a very shady-looking character. I wonder what's going on. I hope we get to traverse a little further into this garage scenario. Well, we do. <laughs> Our mysterious twink goes right in Yeah, there. he's got a Polaroid for some reason. I think you think you have a better camera, but you, you, you work discreet, with what you have. A more discreet He's got camera? the flash on for some reason. Flash on. So he stumbles into what is uh, some kind of like crazy revolutionary military operation. Michigan militia is going <laughs> ape shit out here in the desert, and they're building. But they're black. <laughs> they were. You're right. It's just funny because it's like that's how gun movement started was with Black Panthers taking it's, up isn't guns. That the way, they, isn't that the way this white people just copy whatever black people do? That's yep. just the way it is. So, so yeah, he starts noticing. And he's like, oh, my God, this is so mysterious and shady, and I got to take gotta, pictures of everything. <laughs> and like, Big Flash just blinds somebody. <laughs> he's like, hold on, hold on. He's like blowing on it. You know, I don't know why people blow on a Polaroid, but he's doing that. He's waving it around. But it is something I do. Yeah. My sister's got like, they made new Polaroid cameras. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Well, good for them. We need our Polaroids. Yeah. I so, got two right there. Well, I can't, I can't. If I want to take pictures of naked people, I don't want to leave a trail. That's a good point. That's how Laura Palmer did it. Yeah, I'm always just saying Polaroids in my dicks to be. <laughs> my dick. You know, I said dicks, like plural, like I have more than one. Murray has five different dicks he uses to send to people. Yes. <laughs> Not mine. It's just dick pictures. <laughs> pictures <laughs> of pictures of dicks. Oh, no return. So then all of a sudden, we see the God himself, David Haslop. He's just slightly different. He's got a mustache, soul patch. Did you notice his sideburns were a little longer? A little Ears pierced. Got, well, he's got one, one stud. Yeah, he's going for that little hoops head. And we're like, what? Yeah. Because we've never seen this before. And then he's, he pulls up his cane, and he, it's like, it's like he's like the penguin. He just shoots a fucking bullet out of his cane, oh my God. killing our twink. He made an angry face that if Hoff ever made it, I don't know what I would do. Because yeah. it broke my heart to see what is supposed to be Hoff's face. Yeah, it was hard. It was hard to see. It's hard to see. And then, next thing you know, we're back to the beautiful Hoff that we're used to. Clean shaven, adequate length of sideburns. Driving through the desert, having a good old time, talking to his little robot friend. Yeah, kid. because that's if you didn't watch Knight Rider, there was always this kind of... They loved each other, but there was always that tension. There's a prize sexual... Between... <laughs> between well, he kids. is a, tra- a firebird, excuse By me. By the way, you, you were... You, did, I know a lot of our friends watch this show. Did you ever watch the show uh, Boy Meets World? <laughs> I know, know I know one of our friends is obsessed with that show, and he's a lot older than you, which is pretty sad. Uh, no, I was not. Well, I mean, the teacher, I, I there's a it. teacher named Mr. Feeney. That's the voice of That's Kit. A, yeah, I knew, I knew that. I was dropping Boy Meets World hard last week. I don't really know. I know Corey, which I think is the main character, and then... Or maybe that was his. I friend. don't know. I don't care. I'm Why just, are we going into I'm, this? This I'm is just about talk- Knight Rider. Yes, I'm just putting some background info. And also, Mr. Phoenix. I don't know the actor's name. He originally was supposed to be very robotic delivery, and he's like, "Fuck that! If I can't give some emotion, I'm not doing this." Role. I like it. It makes it. I think Kit is wonderful how it was delivered. I really like tell it. you, I saw they had a kit car at one of the comic conventions, and it was obviously one of the stunt ones. It wasn't like the kit car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you look in it, and everything's like a sticker, like the thing that says, you know, because they always show that readout says oil and yeah, whatever on yeah, it, the, air. The, the display with the little right. orange. It was light a sticker. Oh. It was no buttons. So 
I, since you brought that up, I have to bring up the fact that the same stage that we saw Dr. Pam Greer, I saw the General Lee for a showing of um, – well, not to General Lee. It was... Uh, the, the Trans Am from Smoking the Bandit? Smoking the Bandit. Thank okay. you, fucking Lord. That was going to kill me. Oh. Somebody brought that on stage. I, I shit you not. I saw a man walking out of the place with a tear going down his eyes. Like, General Lee? Or, God damn it. it was, they didn't have a name. It was I, just Smokey's yeah, car. Yeah, Smokey's car. Or, he, I mean, the Bandit's car. Smokey ba- was the cop. Yeah, Bandit, Bandit. But the guy dressed up as the bandit, and everyone had to remind him to take his glasses off. It was it was fun. It was there a was time. a Burt Reynolds impersonator there. There was a Burt Reynolds impersonator with the that. car, and he was taking pictures on stage. Okay. Well, wow. Back to subject. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So we, we're trying- we only like. We're, I'm sorry. This is a two part uh, fucking uh, episode, and we have a lot of shit to get through. And so. it is a thick ass plot, which is why I hated it. But they're driving through the desert, having fun. Like you said, they have this weird, like, tension, right. fun robot trying to understand. It's that man. classic it's, uh, it's, 70s, 80s snob slob type. I'm going to take us on another tangent. It is the inspiration <laughs> between uh, for, for Android and Next Gen. Because Android wants to be more, understand human emotion more. So he plays blackjack with everybody. Who's in Android? Who the fuck are you talking about? Android. From Next Gen. What's his name? Data? Data. Yeah, you're saying Android. Like, that's his name. I know. Like, who the fuck are you I, talking I, I got, about? I got it fucked up a little bit, man. Yeah. Come on. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of like that, where Data was always trying to be uh, yes. like more like, man, Kit's trying to understand man. And in his own weird way, Michael Knight is also trying to understand Well, you know, everyone's so scared of AI. I'm like, look at Knight Rider. Kit turned out pretty damn good. All right. Oh, it's great. So they're like playing blackjack while uh, you inform me Kit can drive himself. Right. Because they're, they're playing blackjack. On a little computer screen. Oh, yeah. Really 16-bit graphics. They That's that's the inspiration for all the, our new cars with the giant fucking dash screen. I hate those fucking things. So, like you said, they're, they're playing. Because why are they? The thing is, why are they playing blackjack, Griff? Because they're heading to Vegas, baby. You got to get ready for Vegas. And it's also a long drive from where the fuck they came because from. Because we learned. This flag is a, is a foundation for the people. There, there's no cause too small that they won't help people out. So they're helping out this a, a woman. Her, her brother's just missing. That's all. This is very eighteen. <laughs> yeah, Devin gets the call. Where from? I don't know. I guess he's just got a police scanner and he's just checking. Yeah. So apparently, this warrants like this is enough for this whole foundation that spends millions of dollars to develop this car, so you can find a missing person who's missing for a day. He gets to be on a bender. This is Vegas. You don't it find it's Vegas. He could have met a prostitute. And- so he's like, check out Rita Wilcox. Her brother's missing. That's all they need because that's they're they're for the people. Griff, they're not helping out corporations. Like, hey, do some corporate espionage. Get us. Microfiche. They're like, we're helping the people. Oh, man. You brought in microfiche? This is real. <laughs> so he pulls up at Caesar's Palace, baby, because if you're going to fucking Vegas, you go to Caesar's He's ready to blow some dice. While he's doing that, we learn Devin, and he's talking with uh, April, the new mechanic for for <laughs> Kit, who's got the sexy giant 80s hair with the gigantic glasses on. There's something about the hair to glasses ratio that they perfected. It looks so good, and she's like, "Oh, you got a you got a big date tonight with Liz, who's the widow of our founder of the Knight Foundation, Wilton Knight, Liz Knight." I know that was for the audience, but that's just such a weird thing to say. That's that's a mouthful. And he's like, "It's strictly business, above the table, 
She's like, oh, yeah, I bet. You know, she gets pretty handsy. She's oh. a regular Joe Biden, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, my gosh. And this was, this was when it was really happening to people. This is the 80s when he yeah. was grabbing them cakes. Sniffing hair, fucking grabbing necks. And he's just like, I can handle myself. I'm a grown man. I can do this. Back to the strip, baby. We see the marquee, Barry Manilow. This is big time, Griff. You know fucking shit's about to get real when you see that banner. Barry Manilow's in town. You, well, you know shit's getting real when you get a shitty cover version of the classic <laughs> Rolling Stones song, Gimme Shelter. It's just a shot away. It's just a shot away. This ain't no Martin Scorsese movie. This is, this is where Martin Scorsese got the idea to constantly hammer that fucking song into every one of his movies. Ugh. So... Mike immediately, he, well, you said Caesar? He went to the Caesar? Caesar's Palace. He goes to the Caesar's Palace. Cause he renders course, unto Caesar. That's the, that's the casino that paid them to film in their casino. <laughs> right. uh, so he heads in there and immediately spots a pretty, he's like, that is a seven on the Richter scale. And when I get her to bed, she's going to become an eight. But it happens to be Rita. So he's like, well, I got to put the brakes on. Pump the brakes. Because, yeah, he plays it cool. Yeah. as like he's just going to gamble. Cause she's a dealer. Blackjack dealer, I think. Yeah. And she looks up and she's like, she she gives him a double take. We don't know this. He doesn't know that that Garth, his evil twin, exists. Yeah. She has some dealings with Garth. And she's like, Garth? And then he's like, hey, how you doing? And then he's like, oh, okay, it's not Garth. It's this this, this, this nice gentleman named Michael. Michael. And he, he lays it out. He's like, look, Devin told me, you know, your brother's missing, you know. I'm here with Flag. We're going to help you out. What, what did you say your nerd brother's name was? Tyler? Yeah, he's like, let me let me take you home. Yeah. Let me take. We're going to take the long ride home. And Wait. she's like, hey, yeah, I'm I'm like Jacques Montaigne. I can oh, do whatever man. I want, so I'm just going to check out. Fuck it. Yeah, she's just. There's a full table <laughs> playing blackjack. She's like, all right, bye. And then there's that comedic, like, old Jewish guy. Ah, I got fucking lost my shirt. Doesn't, doesn't Michael help him out, too? Later on. Yeah. That guy oh. basically lives there. Yeah. He's a well, degenerate gambler. If you ever go to the casinos, you'll notice there's a yeah, few of them. I don't. So, go, cut back to Devin. They're having a very nice, classy meal. Him lobster. And and then he's like, excuse me, I have to take a shit. So he <laughs> excuses himself. She's the perfect. This ain't Liz's first rodeo. So she's like, the perfect time for me to roofie somebody. So she he puts her magic powder into his, 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 his champagne, I think they were drinking. And she discussed. <laughs>, laughs much like you do, you motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was your worst joke ever, but it's killing me. It's all about delivery, baby. It's because they build up this tension of, will she be able to drug him in time? And he's like, I got to shit. <laughs> well, you never expect like a distinguished English gentleman to say, I got to take a shit. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> Oh my god He's like I hope is. you have One of those powerful toilets <laughs> I hope you have a bidet Because it's a mess When I finish So Cut back to uh, Our boy uh, Mike Taking Rita To like some flop house Motel she's living at We get the backstory On Rita We learn that Ron Who was the twink As you called him Earlier <laughs> Her brother. They came back here like much. They, they. I don't know why they go to Vegas to become a. You think you go to L.A. to become a musicians, but they started Vegas. 
I mean, I guess there's a lot of like probably live entertainment that happens. Well, there, yeah, so you're they, right. they, yeah, they want to hit the stages. And they're struggling musicians, and while they were, I guess they were trying to get a gig, or maybe they had a gig at Caesars. But apparently, Garth runs or owns. Garth spotted her, and he knows he knows he knows a seven, like you said, when he sees one. But he knows that once he gets in her bed, she's going to become an eight to nine. Right. That's, ooh, ooh. And he's just like, "Hey, baby, I can make you a star." She kind of rejects him. So somewhere along the line, I I got lost in the details. Ron tapes a secret conversation Garth was having to blackmail them. He's such a little fucking snitch, man. Well, yeah, we saw he was just sneaking around with Polaroid. Like I imagine, uh, underneath his shirt that he was wearing, that very well fitted shirt, he was probably wearing a wire. He probably just wears a wire all the time. He's probably. He's one of the people that Trump is trying to warn us about. Right. You know? He's deep. He's definitely deep state. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's the word. He's deep state. So he's got he's got his Memorax tapes already. They're hidden somewhere. She's like, I don't know. All I have is this key. Yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> you figure it out. And she and then before she leaves, he's like, I'm on it. She's like, you know what? For someone who looks exactly like Garth, this scumbag piece of shit that I know. You're totally opposite of him. You're like the other side of the coin. You're perfect. You're beautiful. You're 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 sweet. He's like, thanks. Oh shucks. Well, let me get in my car and go. And that he does. So Rita, of course, is suspecting Garth is up to something. Right. But she's she hasn't quite pieced yeah, it all. Yeah, she's like, I don't know the details. It's all in those tapes. Find them. So let's go back to our fucking hot date night and. <laughs> Devin has shit his life out of himself. He, he asked for, like, he's like, do you have any of your dead husband's pants? <laughs> because I ruined my pants. <laughs> yes, I do. What's your inseam? Four <laughs> inches. And uh, <laughs> from the ground. <laughs> and so, so he's like, can you pass me uh, my champagne or my bubbly, whatever it was? A little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> I need a little bit of the bubbly. He's but. like, if I'm going to fuck you tonight, I got to be drunk. <laughs> Look. You're you're like a four tonight. Like no, look look here, B. Arthur. You're not gonna <laughs> drug George Washington and and you know I don't know. He drinks it, passes immediately. Yeah, this shit's powerful. I need to get some of this shit. <laughs> well she had all that time, so she was probably second guessing the dosage amount. And she immediately gets on the phone, Garth, I'm gonna get that info. Commercial break. Dun, 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 dun. Cut back. I can't point out how the next thing we're talking about, how mind-blowing and earth-shattering this scene is. I've never seen this in my life. We talk about all the time the importance of montages and how they get so much information out in so little time. Griff, we get a scene where we get a multi-layered montage, where we get a montage of Garth looking at blueprints, looking like he knows what he's talking about, layered, superimposed over that <laughs> are all his henchmen working on this truck. Yeah. I've never seen that in my life. Early, early, early on in Golden Globus Theater history, we laid out every montage known to man. Right. We messed this right. one. That's why I'm so glad for this show because we're we're learning shit and we're happy learners. We're not on this trail to say we know everything. We just right. know it better than everybody else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll tell you that. So April, she calls up Mike. She's like, "Holy shit, Devin is fucked up. Get back here now." 
Mike's like, look, Rita, you're you're hot and all, but baby, I gotta go. My boss needs me. Yeah, but he, I'll be back. And she's like, ugh, you're just like Garth. I after think he all. was about to pull the same move. He he was like, I'm gonna order us some bubbly, and then he was reaching in for a little vial. I was like, is that P2P? I, I, I have a feeling, because uh, Kit has. We learned in this episode, Kit has everything. He probably has a like, knockout gas that he can just like. Bite is that it, why he was wearing the little? What, what do they call the 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 flower? Boutonniere. But when you're, he's gonna like squirt it and he's gonna shoot gas. Cause, I mean, no, I just think they'll go in the they'll go into the motel and the kid will back up and exhaust and they'll just shoot out that. Kid's gonna work into this. I've, and when I think about it, doesn't every car have knockout gas? It's called carbon monoxide. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, that's a special gas. But no, that doesn't happen. He's like, no, I'll be back. I'm not like Garth. I'm a, I'm, I'm like Wayne. And so, uh, <laughs> man, you're killing it with. <laughs> Awful jokes today. Well, if you're laughing at everyone, they can't be that awful. Yeah, you, you usually just have a certain parameter. You're so on he's that like, nine uh, of Richter's. I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back. It's another bad joke. So uh, Devin, he's just like, did I ever tell you about Garth, Mike? You know the guy who your face is totally based off of? Uh, no, you think in the first season you might have mentioned it in passing. Well, but... you know, shit slips your mind. You get raped by your boss. You forget things. You just forget things. Well, let me give you a little info dump on our boy Garth. He is the son of our benefactor, Wilton Knight. Wilton Knight? Yes. This is his son. This is his son. Oh, my God. Who looks exactly like you. He has been, as far as we knew, he was in Africa in a prison with not one... Not two, but three consecutive life sentences. I'm not going to bore you with the details of why he was in there, because we never learned why the fuck Garth was in prison. But it would be pretty shitty if you got three life uh, life sentences. So he thought, hey, if I'm going to change this detective whose life I rescued, named uh, Michael Knight, why not? He's he's in essence my son, so I'm going to make him look like my son. Because nobody's using that face anymore because he's in Africa. You, and he ain't, nobody's looking at his face because he's ass up in Africa right. getting raped. You, and so. You know what this reminds me of? What? White Fire. Don't bring up White Fire. <laughs> By the way, that's getting a Blu ray release. What? Uh, yeah. I actually, our buddy, uh, our buddy, our buddy Stuart, like, put that up. And I said, you son of a bitch. Don't ever come on our show ever again. <laughs> I can't. That is the weirdest movie. If you want to see a movie with the weirdest twist and you haven't listened to our White Fire, go watch that movie. Well, listen to our thing first and then go listen. Well, you have to listen or to go it watch. at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So he's like, yeah, nobody's using the face. So he made, he made you into Garth. So Garth might be kind of pissed off that you got his face now because you don't have his sweet mustache. It's a premise. premise but we life. learn... What he's looking for, he wants that for that sweet, sweet formula to kit that awesome molecular bonded shell that we've talked about in the beginning of this episode. We talked about it in Renegade. It's the same bonded shell of an M&M. It's perfect. So while that's going on, we go back and we get another great fucking multi-layered montage. Garth still looking at the blueprints, checking them up, looking up, putting them up to the sky, and the guys working on this mysterious truck. All they like all their equipment is amazing for working on this truck. It's like it looks like some of the dentist equipment that I see them use, where they're like <laughs> filling in molars and shit. Yeah, where it's like they just it's shoot just up. it's like a, like a like a cheap lightsaber. It's just like yeah, a, uh, like a. 
like a clear plastic hose with like strobe lights in the middle. Yeah. And, and just, it has like a little it's like a wand. Shield. Yeah, it's like a yeah. wand. They're just going over things with. And of course, they're they're you know putting in like these epic noises to make it sound like some crazy shit's happening. Well, and let's describe it. the the truck called Goliath is the name of the truck. Yes, it's like a it's like one of those uh, semis that have the flat front, kind of like a garbage truck. Yep. And they're putting like a like a what the fuck? It was like. It looked stupid. That grill thing they put yeah, on the front yeah, they, of it. They put like a. Uh, it was like one inch by one inch square. You know what it looks like, like when grill. you have like liquor bottles in a in a box yeah. and they have those little slots. Yep. It looked like they just yep. took that thing out and just glued it on the front. I don't know why I can't come up with like an appropriate name for that, but that is exactly <laughs> grid. What it's it a is. grid. It's a grid. Yes. Jesus that, Christ. That ten dollar word grid. Oh man. It's a grid. And the science of the show is melting our brains. <laughs> they're spot welding it on the front. And that besides that, that's it. And they have they also put rocket launchers on the top of the. It's very A team. Yeah, it is very A team. And much like Optimus Prime, the trailer serves no purpose. Really, they just carry that trailer. They, they around. just put people in it. Yeah, I mean, they paint it to look like it also has the shell, though. They do do that much. So you know, he's he's Garth's still working on that. So we know what Garth's up to. So Devin, they're, they're, Devin is talking to, uh, as they're on their way to an airport, an airstrip, he's telling another info dump to Michael. He's like, look. Jesus, man. There's only three people on this planet that know how to build this amazing M&M-style bondage shell. It's so perfect. But here's the, you know, well, here's why it's so perfect, because three people, and all, every individual person only knows two of the elements. There's three elements to build this thing. And everybody involved only knows two. That way, no single person could ever go off and do it on their own. It's just you, brilliant. You need at least one other person. It's brilliant. And by the way, Michael, I'm one of those people. Of course you are. Now, there's also a guy named Dr. Kyle uh, Elliott who's vacationing in Rio at this moment. Oh, and there's another guy from Switzerland. That's literally what they fucking say. They just go, and another guy from Switzerland. See, they, I'm new to this show. They want me to pay to pay attention <laughs> to this whole fucking convoluted story that's going ape shit, and then they just say, "There's three scientists, and one of them's in Switzerland." Yeah, and it's like he's like, Mike, I can't get a hold of Elliot on the horn, so I'm gonna fly down to Rio and check him out. What I need you to do, Michael, hit that strip, not the prostitutes. Figure out where those tapes are because, you know, Michael's constantly filling Devin in on the situation, what he's up to and everything. Right. He knows He knows he's got a key and he's trying to find some tapes of some twink named Ron or something. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I'm on it. Let's split up. We'll do that. So Devin flies into Rio, goes immediately to the hotel that, that Elliot was staying at. Walks in. I don't know how he got a key into the forty minute episode. Man. April was with him too. Forty minutes. We don't have time. So, so. he is a master of like uh, picking locks. He goes, opens it up. Oh, I, I bet April had some kind of contraption that can open I mean, any they lock. They just brought the the. Maybe hotel. they called up Kit. Said, "Hey, Kit, use your ray that <laughs> unlocks locks." It probably would work all the way across. He just the world. hits the satellite and then it comes down. Why not? Walk in, Doctor Elliot sprawled out on the floor. First, they're like, "Oh, this is—he's a drunk. This is what he does." Yeah. And then April's like, uh, "No, I think he's dead." I just checked his pulse. There's no pulse. And he's like, "Damn." Well, thank God for that guy in Switzerland. We'll still at least know the formula to the bonding thing. So this happens to be when like room service comes in with yeah. that nice tray of beer, and they're and like, apples. Uh, "What's he going to be having?" 
And I'm like, oh, he's dead. Oh, really? <laughs> I guess he's not eating then. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before you go. Who's paying the bill for this? <laughs> we have this picture of this woman who's going to be paying the bill. So She likes to rec- rape people. Have you do seen you, this do, person? You, yeah, did, I recognize Did she grab her. your dick? Yeah. Yes. By the way, she, as a matter of fact, she did grab my dick. Yeah. And I had a blackout moment with I. She said, hey, want to share a drink? And the next thing I know, I woke up with my pants around my ankles. What what's going on? It's Liz Griff. It's, it's Liz, Liz Knight. So we go back to Michael exploring the Las Vegas Strip again, driving hands free because yeah. automatic car. This whole episode, he's either driving to Vegas or driving to Devon. He does that twelve times in this episode. Again, so much happening, just streamlined, and yet nothing that. happening, and yet nothing <laughs> happened. You're right. So he's got this key, and he's like, Kit. Do your computer shit. Figure it out. This is this was the best part for me in this show because this is what I was looking for. It's this dumb sign shit. So he holds up the key, and then uh, Kit has just like – it is just an empty box with like a red square within the box. That's Yeah, this is like his readout and screen. They, and they just like scan things <laughs> underneath it. And so they start pulling up like these blueprints and shit. I just loved – this is what I loved That's about it. That's high tech, yeah. Yeah, it's very high tech. And they find out that this key can only be at one of two places, the local bus depot or the gay bathhouse on the Strip. Oh, oh yeah. And Michael's like, well, I was going to check out that bathhouse, but let's the, the, the bus stops on our way there. So let's go to the bus depot first. I hear there's a Russian detective who just came into town. And they got really the best were, cocks, Mox. They were so best, comfortable. Oh, my God. And so they stopped the bus station first, and luck would have it. And this this is what annoyed me about it, Griff, is, okay, you most if you get a there's lockers at bus stations I I agree to that yes. but usually they're numbered so you know what locker your shits in okay not the, this one Michael just starts randomly putting keys maybe he's just like uh you know when you would go to an arcade maybe you've had had this experience when you go to arcade as a kid yeah, yeah, and you're looking one. for quarters and you just start hitting the ejects on every fucking machine yeah, never maybe, worked it ne- no it never does but I still did it because Hope is eternal because. I, our family would get like $5 worth of quarters. Then I was like, that's it. We're just hanging yeah. out here for an hour. I so. know. That was the problem with arcades because you need to at least play a game at least a dozen times to even get the feel for the game. That's why I hated that Karate Champ fun one thing from uh, uh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Yeah. Because I had no idea what I was doing. They were such motherfuckers. There's so many Nintendo hard games and arcade, old arcade Old arcade machines were the same way where you get three minutes of gameplay at <laughs> most for a quarter because you just weren't good enough. You just had to keep dumping them. They knew what they were doing. They knew I appreciate it, it but yeah. fuck you when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, my God. Where are we? <laughs> so he finds the he finds the uh, proper locker, opens it up. There's a duffel bag in there full oh, of all of these Memorax tapes. Uh, there, there was... I, I, I swear there's something straight out of the Kinshate case. I don't know what. There was Ron... no branch longs there. There wasn't? No. Oh, I thought I saw one. Okay. I mistook no. it. I mistook no. it. It was just a bunch of tapes. I mean, there might have been some more incriminating evidence. Okay. But not a branch long. So he's like, okay, I got the tapes. Let me pop them in the old cassette deck in my kit, and we'll learn what's going on. Mm. <clears throat> So uh, they had. There's no way we 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 have to have a cut every single two minutes. So yeah. there's no way we just went straight to him. Listening it might have been a that. commercial break, and then we go to it. We go back to Garth. We go to Garth, and okay. he's watching as they're loading the rockets onto Goliath, onto the top of the Goliath. That's it. We just want an old Garth stone. <laughs> I fuck again. This is what I fucking hated about this. You can't keep my attention if you're gonna cut to Garth. 
fucking popping a boner while rockets are being loaded into the fucking apparatus. Rockets, red glare is working. (laughs) (laughs) While he eats a rod pop, rocket. So we go back to Mike in the car in kit, listening to the tapes. All we hear is something red bluff. We keep hearing that phrase over and over again. Bluff. And he's like, Kit, use that grid thing we just used to an- analyze that key to find out where Red Bluff is. Michael, it's not located on any map. Yeah. Maybe that whore you're hanging out with, Rita knows. Well, I was like, there's no cities. Okay. He How? did not talk like that. We just went over the fact that he did not talk like a robot. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Michael, there talk is Talk no like a city. gay Englishman. There it- that, wow, you just gave me way too much direction. That was not horrible Chicago. I didn't say you could do it. I'm just yeah. giving you direction. Yeah, you're right. 8A, I don't know where this thing is. <laughs> when I that, that's that's my kid voice. Hey, uh, you know what? There's no city. It's called Red Bluff. Maybe, well, maybe look for like a mountain range or something. It's called Red Bluff, no. you fucking dumbass he, um, computer. A robot, can, he, can, he can do a lot of things. He can roofie somebody. He can make handcuffs disappear. He can't do that. Well, the the thing is, the user has to be smart enough to know how to give it the right information. Always blame the user. Yes. Computers are dumb, Marie. No, that, that Terminator told me different. Oh. So they go to Rita. Rita, she doesn't want to talk. I don't know why, because I don't remember. But anyway, we go back to... We learn... I don't know what, how we learned this. We learned that Liz is Garth's mom. Well, we see them together. Oh, they're so. in the casino. That's yeah. right. And she's like, kill them all! <laughs> kill them all! Garth is like, chill, mom. Chill. Yeah. I want to ruin Michael Nice mice as anybody, but I want to see him suffer first. This, this is not a Garth operation with the whole African revolutionary group. This is like his mom is in on it. She's right. all about like getting missiles, destroying the U.S. government. God damn it. She She's in the Las Vegas militia or something. Could be. Devin, by that time, Devin calls Mike. He's like, look, Garth has that formula. We're, we're fucked. I'm going to give you a little more of an inf- information dump on Garth because, hey, we got to fill some time. <laughs> we learn that he's working for a guy, an African dictator named Akuna Matata. Akuna Matata. And he is the head, also the head of a terrorist group called the Pan-African Liberation. And he's been funding this Goliath project with diamonds. That's also how he got Garth out of prison by bribing the guys with diamonds. I don't know how a terrorist, terrorist group called Pale could be bad. I don't know either. That's that's how they do it. It is tricky. It's like right in front of your eyes and you don't even see it. They're like uh, mocking you. It's just like how Fred went and did it's like, like ISIS. Yeah. That, we all loved ISIS before and then they ruined the word for it, us. That's right. Yeah. It was a funny little uh, Archer that? joke. Archer joke, yeah. yeah. So, you know, when you're, the, you're, you're you just don't know where to go where where do you go? You go to a wise Indian man. They always have information. Yeah, and Red Bluff. I mean, it sounds kind of yeah, native. It very like, native. I need to learn a little bit more about the land surrounding me, so I'll go to the people we're trying to steal it from. Right. So Mike just goes to the nearest Indian he can find, and it just happens to be at like a used car lot. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, why are you pale face? You looking for a ride? That car looks like shit. It's a gas guzzler." And he's like, fuck you, girlfriend. I don't know. Kit got super fucking, like, drag queen on us. But, hey, man, he's sensitive. Hey, Kit's got a kit. He's got a personality. Like, <laughs> and Data. He's got too much personality. He does. Like Data. And he's like, well, of course I know Red Bluff. It's in my blood. We all know that. But it's in a, it's a place where no man, even Indians, are allowed. What? But here's how you got to get there. 
Yeah, I'll tell you how to get there. I don't give a shit. It's over there by the big house. You can't miss it. You can go there, but the government will shoot you immediately. This is Area 53. It's on... And it will, I just remember this. It was on an Indian burial ground. It literally was. Yeah. Didn't Michael Is it every fucking him? thing? I mean, did all Indians apparently did was bury people because they buried them everywhere. Because every as every inch of America is built on it. It was inch their of- very own insurance, apparently, <laughs> because they were like, the white people are going to steal our land and murder us. So let's bury and have ghosts and dead spirits everywhere. That's, so. the, that's the revenge. They, they had it all figured out. Yeah. They're, they're getting the last laugh. That's how Corbett started here. Fuck, we're doomed. So they show up. They they go up. And they, you're right. There's like this fence blocking off Red Bluff, and we. But there's some strange kit. He's like, Kit, get that X-ray mode. And Kit notices what to the naked eye looks like a mountainside, but it's really lead, gigantic lead doors with a rock face put on the edge, hmm. like plaster. And he's like, Michael, these are lead. I can't see through this with an X-ray. Have you ever watched Superman, you dumbass? Mike hits him with some serious science shit. Try harder. (laughs) Sorry, it's not working. Sounds like something Trump would say. Like, we need a vaccine. Try harder. Yeah. Have you tried harder yet? Have you tried sunlight and bleach? So Mike's like, well, hey, Devin's he's about to land any minute in the airport. We'll we'll have a little powwow, and we'll figure out what we're going to do. So he's like, Devin, do you know what's up with Red Bluff? He's like, I've talked to my military connections. They have no fucking idea what this Red Bluff thing. They're denying it even exists. Dude, yeah. It's not only that it doesn't exist, but why would anybody want to fuck with Red Bluff? I also want to point out, I don't know if you picked up on this, but what they would do is, and this is, I hope this was in taxpayer dollars, Knight Foundation would have a semi constantly on the move yes, with a little office for Devin in April, and yep. they would drive Kit up into the trailer, and they would work on him. Did you notice the the booze in that? You probably didn't because you're not an alcoholic. <laughs> no. Top shelf booze, too. Well, Tax yeah. dollars at work. <laughs> so while that's going on, April, she's got that little magic wand that we were talking about earlier. She's got her own. She's working on Kit. Yeah. And they're like, well, X-ray didn't work, but how about infrared? Have we tried that? Infra- infrared. Infrared. No Have you seen Predator? Infrared yeah. works. And so, like, it just might, it's so crazy, it just might work. So April's putting the infrared on, and she's like, don't worry, you'll see through doors with this shit. So, back to Vegas for our, our, uh, for Devin. Yeah, he's he's gonna Devin confronts Liz. Yeah, he's gonna go have a little cowpaw with her, cowpaw, with her and her fancy Caesar's Palace, like, suite. And so he walks in there. And he's talking with Liz. They're having this nice little conversation. And uh, we learn about. Yep. He, he start, Devin he learns about what yeah. we just said earlier about how Garth escaped from prison. Yeah. And she's like, I'm all in. I'm a ride or die bitch. Me and my son, we're going to fuck shit up. Well, that's going on. Garth walks out. Yeah. He's he's up like on the second floor, which is right. overlooking, you know, where, you got, like, where they're talking. like a penthouse suite and like. Yeah. Of course, he's got that cane, and he's right. just resting real nice and easy on it. Like, am I going to have to shoot a motherfucker tonight? And he's just like, <laughs> Devin. That is an evil laugh. Hey, man, I learned it from the best. Hoff. He's like, we're going to destroy the world with Goliath. And that, that rattles Devin. But they, they let him go for some reason. Yeah, they do because, you know, Cat Mouse and who, I, I mean, what the fuck? I have no clue. I so, Mike, he gets a call from Rita, lovely Rita. She's like, urgent, Mike, get over here now. He's thinking, oh, shit, she wants to fuck. So he races he wants, over yeah. there, 
and he does she stopped to buy some uh, dong bags. And we noticed she's like in a, a penthouse suite now. Yeah. She's got all these fucking jewelry on. And he's like, "What's going on with you? I thought you hated Garth." She's like, "No, he's not so bad." And then she's like, "Come here. I found I'm I'm, I'm tricking Garth, pretending like I'm into him so I can find out information about my twink brother." And it's like he killed fucking Ron. And I overheard that the, the the shell is ready. I don't know what that means. Does he like M and M's? Yeah. And he's like, "Yes, he does like M and M's." I well, saw his office the other day, full of them. While they're saying that, we go back to we, this is the confusing thing. Me and Griff had we were only we would thought that that where Goliath is being built is Red Bluff. No, it's not. No, it, that's Dry Lake. Dry Lake. <laughs> Red Bluff it. is where they want to. Garth wants to break in and steal some missiles for Akuna Matata. And it's like in the same mountain range valley area. Like I, I have no clue. They, the bait and switch here. I, just, I don't know either. Like they're literally probably like you can. Like look like you know, you know from like hundred feet. They're like, oh, there's the it secret took them red like bluff. Two minutes to get there. Right. They had a full camera system the whole way. So Akuna Matata shows up finally, and he's like, you know, straight out central casting. Got the dashiki on and everything. He's got that weird like horse hair like cane. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Goth, I love what you did with the place, you know. And he's like, this, they're getting ready for the demo for Goliath to yeah. show how badass it really is. And it is it is badass. It's just as that's happening, Mike arrives at what we thought was Red Bluff. It's apparently Dry Lake. God. I don't know how he found Dry Lake. I, that's so stupid. Oh, no. He is at Red Bluff. And he used because he uses the infrared. Yeah. So... But, but but like we said, Dry Lake is literally like a block away from Red Bluff. Yeah, we're getting mixed signals here because we're thinking he's <laughs> looking in on what Garth is right. up to. But the show is completely leading us astray <laughs> because he's looking into Red Bluff, which Garth has been talking about. So we're like, that's where Garth is. No, <laughs> this is where the military is hiding missiles. So those right. are the missiles, even though we heard Garth talking about These are about bigger missiles. missiles because Garth actually had his own missiles put on Goliath, but these are bigger missiles. Yeah, these Red are like nuclear Bluff missiles. Has, yeah, Red Buff has nuclear <laughs> missiles. Uh, 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 so Garth, or Mike gets his, his fill. He sees with the infrared. Which goes right through it. And it, it, it's like the picture we're seeing on a kit screen doesn't even match what like infrared would look right. it's a, it's a it basically i'm not even talking about what infrared really looks like i'm talking about what you would see if you could see through those doors you yeah. see this magnified close-up of these these it's missiles a it's a yeah. it's a it's a closed circuit <laughs> camera feed of missiles it's what just waddling around like a bb-8 that's a star wars reference i think yeah it uh, is. And, 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 and yeah so he's got all this beautiful footage the best footage all around and he's just like, well, that assures so, me. So, and then he, this, I don't know, he somehow senses Dry Lake. I don't know how he gets to Dry Lake, because he does. And he's he, driving. He's, he's driving back, and Kit says, hey, that's not the way out. And he's like, yeah, we're going to take a fun road out. So they're going on this narrow passageway. Uh, the the PAL, Pan-African Liberation, spots them. They 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 knew that Michael was going to go down this route because they block off the end. They blow yeah, they up, blow the, it up, and block off the end. So, so they're on the dry lake right now. We see Goliath on one side. We see Michael on the other. Mike's like, I think if I can hit that front wheel, we can stop him. I don't know, Mike. It's a one in a million shot. Ugh. That's what we were made for. So we're get ready, guys, for the deadliest game of chicken you 
ever seen in your life. They start driving toward each other, driving. And then Kit just skids out to the side, gets clipped, flips up on his side. Is Michael Light and Kit going to survive? Tune in for the next episode of Tippy Taps.